When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Hey, welcome to some and welcome back to others. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Mikey, half of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, and this is episode 109. My indie, fuck cancer. For anyone unaware, indie episodes are individual episodes that Randy and I record. It's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses. Episodes will drop every Thursday from one of us with our thoughts about a random topic. In my indies, you can look forward to interviews, shout outs to some amazing men or fathers out there who are taking care of business, deeper insight into my thoughts about marriage, life, fatherhood, and more. Each of my indies will have three parts. Part one is the main topic, stories or interviews. Part two is head nod, where I show some respect to someone who's doing something great that I think deserves some recognition. And finally, part three is where I leave you with a little something-something to wrap it up. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Mother lover, you gon' love this. Graduated from a rebel to a revolutionary in my area, they love this. I'ma wreck it like I'm revving the engine, heaven's ascension, every dimension, give me attention. Look at my soul, look at my heart, look at my hope. Got the world on my back, but I carry it though. Tell him God got my hand, I ain't letting it go. I, I, I came from the side of the ocean. All right, so what had happened was um, this episode is going to be a little bit different because uh, normally I'd write out bullet points as to my thought process and I kind of just go off and freestyle into those thoughts. Um, but I actually ended up writing this sort of like a journal entry. And so a bulk of this is just me reading to you all what thoughts I was finally able to put together. Because what happened was is I, I've been fucked up because uh, Chadwick Boseman died. And I'm processing why it had such a strong effect on me. The news of his passing came on Friday from Randy. There's this thing and I don't it's, I don't know. It's, it's not planned, obviously. It just happens where I'm usually at work or on my computer and all of a sudden I'll hear Randy gasp from behind me on the couch. This gasp signifies that someone has died and it's not just somebody that we don't care about. It is probably somebody that will make me feel away. 
Um, so I hear a gasp and I talk to her and Randy informs me that he passed. I didn't want to believe it. Um, like many others, I attributed his weight loss to him preparing for a role um, and to learn that he died from stage three cancer when in my mind he was a superhero fucked me up. Uh, so much so that I didn't say anything, but damn, uh, I pushed it to the back of my head as I've been doing with all the additional deaths from black men, actors, rappers, fathers, too many to name. I've avoided social media coverage because uh, I didn't want to see the details. And I tried to go on with the rest of my day because there was shit to do. And what I didn't have time for, I felt like I didn't have time for was the debilitating sadness that comes along with finding out that someone that you cared about dies. I'll get a little deeper into that. Um, but actually, a couple days after getting this news from Randy, Randy and I got into a fight. Uh, and this argument isn't the focal point of this episode, but the feeling I walked away with after this argument hit me hard and inspired these thoughts. I've known for a long time that I don't take care of myself. Uh, when I got married, I discovered that the reason for this is because I don't know how. Um, and following all of the tragedies and this fight with the missus, I discovered that everything that I've been attempting is not serving me. When someone dies, we mourn. This often leads to inevitably thinking about what it is that you're doing with your life. Uh, but before I hopped on the train of thought that was going to lead me in that direction, I remembered seeing a post shared by one of the women that I follow on Instagram. It said something to the effect of, don't call black women strong. Uh, it's not a compliment, it's an insult. And I thought about this randomly because when I saw that, I immediately felt bad. Um, I have absolutely called women, black women, strong for their ability to endure and push through. Um, all my life, I saw that as strength because that is the representation that I have, black women pushing through, making it happen. But in reality, there are women who solely equate that way of life or that way of thinking to pain. This quote came to mind because at this point we had learned that Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three cancer in the middle of shooting Black Panther. I was seeing posts praising his strength and highlighting his ability to endure. I watched people jump on the socials and talk about how bad they felt from making fun of his weight loss, um, attributing it to drugs or something else. And I saw a cascade of images from his many roles. And I even shared a post of my own as my way of participating in this moment of reflection. But then it hit me that this is all bullshit and I am extremely sad. He had a family. He had goals. He had plans. He had hopes. He had dreams. And I couldn't stop thinking about how I wish he had more time. This is when my train of thought caught up to me. And I came to the conclusion on my ride that I was done hurting myself. While listening to Randy's previous indie, Black Is, even though we were, I mean, like, we, we, we had just finished fighting, but I was listening to Randy's indie, Black Is, and I was inspired by hearing the girls talk about how much the positive imagery um, in Black is King meant to them, how proud they felt, how the lyrics moved them and made them reminisce on their college days. And I decided to take a look at my life and seriously begin feeding my soul with more positive and removing all things cancerous. I believe it was Shani um, who had made a comment. Again, this is from this is in reference to Randy's previous episode, just about some of the she had, she had brought up some of the people who she had lost um, as a result of the pandemic or you know to coronavirus and. She was basically saying how like stuff like Black is King basically helped her manage. Like she was like, you know, like they're with the ancestors now. And that makes me feel good. 
And something this simple, taking that attitude and applying it to loss, which is something that hurts, helps. So whether or not you are someone who believes or who who moves that way, you can't deny that that way of thinking helps. And so I, again, just wanted to do some soul searching and figure out what I can do to remove things that are cancerous. Again, the theme of this episode being cancer. Cancerous. Um, definition. Any evil condition or thing that spreads destructively. Blight. The concept of cancer is frightening. Uh, a tumor that grows and spread and fucks over a vessel and inhabits. That's my definition. But because of modern medicine, there are treatments. There's radiation. There's surgeries. Change in diet or lifestyle. Usually there's a combination of all of these things because cancer is hard to get rid of. That is why there is no one cure. I recognize that something is growing inside of me and it's maybe not a physical tumor that's metastasizing, but it feels something like it and I need to cut that shit out. So I just want to share with you all my plan uh, because this is where my train of thought finally came to a stop. What are you going to do about these things that are hurting you, you, how you are hurting you? Um, And I broke it down into three steps because, you know, I'm simple. And then breaking it down into these three steps, broke it down into some more steps. And I just share with you all what I came up with. So step one is to be mindful of everything that my body is accepting, digesting or believing. That includes negative imagery, harmful thoughts, unhealthy food and kind words. So I have been kind of doing these things here and there, but I haven't been doing them as intentionally. So with the negative imagery, I am on Instagram often. And a lot of the things that I see on Instagram are usually, you know, it's based off of who you follow. That's how your algorithm works. Um, I like a lot of motorcycle shit. I like keeping up with certain rappers that I follow. And that has led me to like the drama pages, like the shade room and some other stuff. So like every couple of weeks, I actually delete or unfollow the shade room because that's like. It's a source of news, like you do get information from it, but it's also a lot of bullshit, which can be said for a lot of the pages that you may or may not follow on Instagram. Again, I'm a visual person and I like to see, you know, what's going on in the world. Where are people vacationing type of like nice homes and cars and, you know, like goals and things like that. There are also people that I like, that I care about in real life that, you know, have pages and I want to see what's going on with them. And because we are inside all the time, this is my way of having access to them. But I went on an unfollowing blocking spree and I just started removing shit that I just did not need to follow anymore. And I automatically felt better, actually. But I brought the shade room because every two weeks I just remove them because it's just healthy for you. And I'll add it back again for like a week just to see what's going on and then remove it again because something will remind me as to why I shouldn't follow it. Ultimately, I think I'm going to end up just not following that page anymore because I don't need it. It does not serve me. But yeah, that's an example. Harmful thoughts. I am my own worst enemy. That has always been the case. And I know this and I am just going to practice responding to that as it comes and making, I know how to put this, just fighting those, 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 that urge to be terrible to myself a little bit better. Being mindful again of unhealthy foods, just paying attention to it. This is going to be a next step later, but recognizing what it is that is happening and um, unkind words, uh, what it is that I'm taking in, what it is that I'm believing that people are saying about me um, or that I'm saying about me or that I'm seeing about people that look like me, recognizing those things. And then that leading into step two. Oh, again, I'm sorry. So all of the things from step one, these things all have a huge impact on me. Um, and again, I'm choosing to actively address them 
rather than allowing these things to take root and fester and become cancerous. Uh, step two is to feed myself. This means one reading. Um, I have begun buying all the books that I want, uh, that will fill me with wisdom, direction, useful information, or joy. That's it. Um, I want to start taking in things that serve me. I've always had a list of books that I've wanted to read, um, whenever I had time. These books include, um, like, uh, Decoded by Jay-Z. I haven't finished A Spook by the Door um, that I heard about from Nipsey Hussle back in 2012, like a very long time ago when he did an interview. Um, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and a couple of others. So there are some books that I've always heard about or always had on the list, but never had time to read. And I am making the act decision to make time for them now. Um, And so I ordered those books. I bought some books on Amazon, including some books that were recommended to me from some of our Patreon family. I was suggested by um I was given a suggestion based off of my big stick indie. Um and the first book that arrived actually is This Nonviolent Stuff Will Get You Killed. How Guns Made the Civil Rights Movements Possible. I want to read about this because this is something that interests me. This is something that is going to give me information, something that brings me joy. I just want to expose myself to some things that are actually gonna be helpful to me. And so yeah, books. Gonna start reading again. I haven't read a physical book in so long. That is like sad. Like it has to be more than like five years. A lot of the things that I read now are in the form of PDFs, even if they are books um, or articles. I just haven't physically held one. And I like physically holding books. So, yeah, I got books. Uh, Second part of feeding myself means activity. I'm going to do the things that I enjoy and I will find a way because it's important for me to like my life. And there are things that I miss that haven't gone anywhere. I've just neglected it. Uh, one of those major things being basketball. So I recently watched my brother who was featured on one of my previous episodes of my brother Prince. Um, and he was with his son on the basketball court. And I know that these things can seem small sometimes, but it was so cool to just watch him play basketball with his son. First shot, he, you know, you, you do that thing where you just kind of fuck around with kids. You put the ball behind their head and you shoot it and he made it. And I was just like, see, this is the type of stuff I want to do to like with my child. And, I was thinking that and I'm like, well, then what's stopping you? Because Drew got legs. I got a basketball. There's a basketball court down the street. And I just keep I just remembered, you know, like these things haven't gone anywhere. It's about making time for them. Um, I love basketball. I love playing games. And I just there's nothing stopping me. So I'm about to start back. It's that simple. Um, I need activity because it makes me feel good. And so I'm going to start doing shit that makes me feel good. And the last thing in that um, under feed myself is literally food eating. Like, I got some goddamn sense. I know that there are cancer-causing foods, like literally cancer-causing foods. Drinks uh, with way too much sugar, high-fructose corn syrup, uh, snacks with absolutely no fucking nutritional value, and yet I still eat it. Um, sugar has never had a, had a positive effect on my body or anybody's body, but it's a major constant in my life. I ate a lot of sugar as an escape, but it's time to adjust that. Uh, because as I approach 30, I realized that I want to like live like free of joint pain and weight that doesn't need to be there. And I want to be happy. We just got back from Drew. We, we Drew had a um, had a doctor's appointment this week. And in that doctor's appointment, we learned again, my baby is uh, 19 months, 18 months, 19 months. And she is the size of a three year old. Drew is 30 pounds, 31 pounds. And three feet tall. 
Um, she's not getting any fucking smaller. She wears four and five T clothes and she don't know how, how much she's growing because again, she's a baby and all she wants is to like be picked up and thrown around and played with. And why shouldn't she be? Because that's like what dads are supposed to do. But sometimes I struggle with it because again, I'm out of shape. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I have started making inroads and i've already started losing a little bit of weight i don't really want to talk about it yet because it's not where i want to be but since my dad bod episode i have been doing things and i have hit a couple of milestones but i'm not there yet and i don't want to like rest on the little progress that i made so y'all will get an update about that later but uh, i'm about to be 30 30 years fucking old and i just don't want to feel like i'm 80 so i i just i'm, I'm up, i just gotta eat different i gotta eat different a couple of years ago, my sister, my younger sister and I, we started doing this thing where she'll give me three months out of the year where I have to eat like all vegetarian. Um, and that's been fun because it's been like forcing me to eat stuff I wouldn't normally eat, um, forcing me to shy away or move away from meat, which basically just means all I got to eat is vegetables all damn day. Um, she does allow a little bit of fish. So that's been great. And September is actually my vegetarian month. So this month, I don't know, I'm going to get busy with the food, things like this. Got to do more things like this. And step three is I have to do for me. This means recognizing that I can't do shit for my wife, child, or family if I am empty. And God knows I've been running on E for too long. Um, I liken it to where you're driving your car and somebody peeks over and they see that the needle is on empty and they tell you that you should get some gas and you respond with, I know my car and I know my tank and now nah, we good. We're going to get to where we need to get. But it actually is still damaging to ride around on E. Fill your fucking tank. And so I need to fill my tank. Um, this also means uh, upon recognizing that I'm empty, doing things that actually fill me. So referring back to those activities that I listed before and and paying attention to what actually does help. So I've been doing some things that actually have not made me feel better and do not energize me, but only serve to distract me or actually drain me. My tactics have not worked and I just want to adjust. So I guess a little bit about that. I have been, I started back, you know, playing video games because I haven't played in a while. Sometimes it's great. It's really great to have a moment to play a game. But the thing about video games is you're supposed to come back to them. Like you have all these missions and submissions and there's all these things to do. And it's built this way because it's supposed to take all your time. <laughs> like it's, a, it's supposed to be something that you are engaged with all the time. And that is not good for me because there are things that I want to do. And I honestly cannot build on my skills as a developer. I cannot get in shape. I cannot eat right or cook right if I am playing games more often. Um, And I really thought that it was like helping me because it was nice to just finally sit down and play a video game because I haven't done that since the college days. But it has not benefited me um, because sometimes I, I still be tired. I, 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 Randy would even give me an hour to like play and I'm just still not satisfied. I was like, Oh, I had like a couple more missions to do or, Oh, so-and-so just joined and now I can play with them. Like it's like never being satisfied. And that means it does not work. So I have to adjust. Um, again, doing for me, the last part of this means, you know, being okay. I look at everything from the perception of business, um, because this is a large part of who I am. This is what I know. I learned about the concept of opportunity cost when I was really young. I want to say like like nine. I really, I really, it really started to sink in. Um, so opportunity cost is defined as the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen. Essentially meaning 
you do something that means you missed out on something else that could have been more lucrative or could have been better. Ultimately, I have internalized this to mean whenever I do something, I'm suffering in some other area or I've missed out on something else, you know, FOMO. Um, and this I just got to get over. Um, it may be true, but feeling guilt and carrying around guilt about what you didn't do really takes the joy out of what I did do <laughs> and the joy that I should feel out of the things that I did get to do. Um, so I got to be okay and like really be okay with myself. And that's just going to take some time and some practice, but that's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem I got to solve. And that was, that was really it. That was just, that was my thought process and where my mind went after getting this news and after, you know, this weekend. And, and you know, I know this wasn't like the usual kind of episode, but again, this was, you know, this was just my train, my train of thought. And this is what I had to get off my chest. Um, fuck cancer. Fuck the things that are harmful to you. If you're listening to this, take care of yourself because we have no idea how much time we all have to get it together. I'm going to end this session off with just saying, you know, rest in peace to Chadwick. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Alright, moving on to my head nod segment. This one is going to be short and sweet. I'm going to start off by my personal shout out. Um, this personal shout out goes out to Derek Grace. Some people may or may not know who Derek Grace is. I was introduced to Derek Grace when I was in college. He was a guy on YouTube who had a whole bunch of face tattoos and was teaching his daughter how to load a gun. And uh, I saw videos of his daughter explaining different calibers of bullets and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it was just, it was, it was wild to see because they were black. He had locks. And again, just the, the vision, the visual of, oh, it's a, it's a nigga with dreads who's like doing a whole bunch of stuff that looks dangerous. Um, however, he spoke a lot about legacy building and spoke a lot about how he was preparing his children to deal with the world. And that resonated with me. And I love that message. And I've been following his, his trajectory since that day. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Derek Grace. Again, if you don't know who that is, check him out on Instagram. He's still doing the same stuff, preaching the same gospel of preparing your kids and getting your life together, um, despite what's going on in the world. So yes, shout out to Derek Grace, father, hustler, entrepreneur, and motivator. Um, my second one up is I want to give a head nod to this musical act who everyone should be familiar with. Um, Kendrick Lamar, husband, New father, um, king of music that makes you feel spiritually okay. Um, I have been working on my playlist and my mixtapes and getting back to playing music that just puts me in the mood for those activities that I mentioned before. And um, I was listening to some old songs from Section 80. It's one of Kendrick's first mixtapes. I think it was second. I'm sorry, albums. And uh, it just put me in a space that I really appreciated. And he's he's on 
he's on a lot of my mixtapes in like random areas and playlists that I create because that man makes great music. Um, there's no particular reason why I'm shouting about right now, other than the fact that I just been listening to his music. Kendrick, as y'all may know, may or may not know is like gone. He disappeared from the world. He may or may not be coming back with new music. Um, we may not hear from him again, but I sincerely appreciate everything that he has done and just great music. Um, and if you've never listened to Kendrick Lamar or if you haven't listened to older songs, please go back and do so. The man makes great shit. Last but not least, my celebrity head nod for this week is to Chadwick Boseman, HBCU alum, husband, amazing actor, and real-life superhero. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Um, Thank you for all of the positions and roles that you have played in the last five years, man. I've been watching mad movies with him in it, you know, and it's just, he did great shit. The man was a great actor. Um... I wanted to dive into this a little bit more than I had before because um, we haven't spoken about this, but when Black Panther came out, this was shortly after Randy and I miscarried. We were not okay. We were not okay. We were were fucked up out here. But um, we were like, yeah, let's get dressed up. Let's make it a thing. Um, I went to North DeKalb Mall. I hit one of my old spots and I found a dashiki. Uh, Randy, because she already had like some, some fly African print skirt, uh, she went and dressed it up and we, we, we made it a night. Uh, we had fun for one of the first times ever. We went to the movies back when movies was a thing and we saw this movie and it was just great. It was a great movie. It was a great soundtrack. It was the blackest shit ever. It was just so nice to see us on a screen just be just just great i don't have to you know everybody doesn't need to relive this with me y'all probably saw it too and understand what i'm saying but we were in a very dark place um and for a moment for two hours and 30 seconds uh, two hours and 30 minutes we got to visit this um this land where black people are just great and we have all the answers and all the medical advances to like really fix shit and we can fly and we have hoverboards <laughs> and I, 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 he's not here to hear this, but I'm just putting it out there because I feel it in my spirit to say so. But thank you for that. Um, that imagery. Thank you for giving us that moment. Um, so, yes, Chadwick, it's my last head. Now. <laughs> Closing it out, uh, I'm going to leave you all with this. Simply put, do what serves you. Take in what fills you. Treat yourself properly so you can take care of your responsibilities without killing yourself. This is a quote that I wrote to me, (laughs) um, and I'm talking to me, but hopefully this applies to you too. Take care of yourself and rest in peace to the king of Wakanda. All right. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is still on Domino Sounds Network. Yes, they decided to keep fucking with us. Uh, love them. Submit questions or feedback for the next episode. Um, email us at blackmillmare at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 770-750-4098 that could be featured on a future episode. <laughs>
Let me know what you thought about this one. And be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillionmarriage.com. Follow us on social media platforms on Instagram. I am Mikey underscore XXI. Randy is at Randy, three I's, three E's, or four I's, three E's. On Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. I'm about to let the fuels. I just need me a cup. I'ma pour me the juice. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice. Uh, I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice. Hello. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.